0: I'm not gonna Welcome to episode 186 of the No Proscinium podcast, the voice of everything immersive. I'm Noah Nelson coming to you from the No Pro Studio in Los Angeles, aka The Kitchen Table. This episode is brought to you by listeners like you. Uh, dead serious about that these days. Hey um this week on the show we have our friend uh jacob patterson of think tank gallery here in los angeles this is like the 90th time jacob's been on the show uh you know there's only 186 episodes half of them are jacob and i talking now not entirely true but sometimes it feels that way uh in a good way um whenever i have jacob on the show it's always a conversation um we we there's there's some Crack in the world that we just just fall into and just just drill right through and this time um, it started out as The fact that think tank is closing up the nine three nine studios. So they're they're leaving maple. They're headed to a new spot um, and he was literally like going through the process of breaking down like what right when I got there there were folks who were breaking down old tank Um, because their opening for their new space is this weekend here in Los Angeles. And Jacob will get into that like, you know, if you want to stop by, just you know, swing on by. I think it's on the sixteenth tomorrow night. Um, if memory serves. Uh you'll hear later. (laughs) I'm bad at this. Um And we we hopped into the old podcast studio and I broke out the equipment, uh, the equipment that I acquired because uh, one, thanks to the generous help of our Patreon supporters. More on that in a second. And two, uh, modeled after the very kit Jacob had that he used uh, a little over a year ago when we were in San Francisco and uh, did an episode of his podcast when I had this horrible head cold right after IDS. Uh, And uh, a great conversation between myself, Tommy Haunton and Jacob on that episode of uh, artist real talk if you want to check that one out Um, And Jacob and I again this time we chopped it up we talked about permitting in Los Angeles because so much of the fact that like the tank is is moving has to do with that uh, that meant we talking about Leia uh, the work that he's been doing over there because he's part of our permitting team over at Leia um, just all all this stuff um, uh, 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 the usual multi layered conversation that we have so uh, this is a good one, as always, uh, we're very relaxed. So just I, I'm pretty sure we curse. So, you know, content advisory, there be cursing. Um, it's its Jacob and I, what is to be expected. Um, what else do you need to know right now? Um, North American came out yesterday. Uh, New York and LA are due for this week. Thank God, because there's no way they could come out uh, next week because next week, of course, is IDS. <laughs> Not necessarily, of course um if you don't know already if you're going to be in the bay area that week whether you're going to IDS or not and trust me if if i could have a building that was 3 times the size i would be so happy where we're we're trying to squeeze a whole watermelon into, like, a pine nut is what it feels like right now. Um, there are other events going on. Uh, Steve Boyle of Epic Immersive has been running around. Uh, he's also one of the co-producers on IDS and setting up a bunch of stuff on the outside. On the outside. Like it's jail. Just got to get on the outside. Just just, just my stint's done next Sunday. Uh, <laughs> it does feel that way sometimes. Um, the... Uh, the point being that there's uh, there's some lightning talks I think they sold out instantly and there's a wait list now those were free so no surprise something free sells out instantly shock um, and then there's uh, a talk on uh, on that Sunday on the 24th uh, at a totally different venue uh, and um, it's like like Vince of is gonna be there Brent. Uh, Bushnell 2-bit circus is going to be there. Uh, there's someone from one dome. Uh, there's someone from area 15 I'm going off memory. I'm not reading something you can tell. I think Yelena Rachitsky of oculus just got added on I think I'm gonna be there uh, You know, Ronald McDonald uh, Batman. It's gonna be great um, everything everyone I wanted to see when I was a kid um, I Mean almost but uh, Luke Skywalker. Okay, now we're good now. Now we're good Um I think tickets are 35 for that and like summit folks get like a tiny little discount, um, not an official summit event. All right. So if you're, if you bought a ticket, you're like, I already spent all this money wise. It's like, it's, 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 it's a totally different bank account. So there, there's your answer. Uh, different, different pile of money, different ins and outs. Not, I am not privy to the books. Um, there's, uh, yeah, there's there's space left. It's going to be a really good panel. So, if you're in town in San Francisco, uh and whether you're at the summit or especially if you're like, I didn't get to go, uh go to this. There's there's like it's going to be good. There's plenty of people that you want to connect with. Go do that. Um there there's a lot where we're you know, Gabe, Steve, and I have been talking about, you know, stuff. But we'll, we'll do that on the back end. We'll, we'll do that on the back end. Uh, most 90% of the people listening to this, like, do not care. So, okay, maybe maybe, maybe 60% of the people don't care. Hey, um, this this podcast here, uh, it is funded at this point in time completely by listeners like you. Uh, so is everything we do. The website, everything immersive. Uh, right now we stand, I just checked the numbers a minute ago. Uh, We have 214 backers, which is pretty good for a Patreon. Uh, and we pull in, uh, $1,234 a month, which is, which is a really fun number. Um, close to the number of of people I follow on Twitter, um, (laughs) which I wouldn't follow that many on Twitter, but, uh, at a certain point you like, ah, you just keep on following, um, We, of course, could use more support. Uh, There's definitely more than 214 people who listen to this on a regular basis. I know I check the numbers. Uh, There's more that, you know, do all the stuff. One dollar a month, which is twelve dollars a year. uh, Gets you a subscription to Sports Illustrated. No, Um, (laughs) that's what it used to be. But seriously, that's basically what it is. Um, The funny thing about delivering things to the world without a paywall uh, is that um, you, you have no guarantee um, and that's, you know, a bummer sometimes uh, and other times it's a great thing because this is a public service. Um, we arrange it as a public service. We're moving towards um, we, we will take this. No pro will become a nonprofit organization or become part of a nonprofit organization. Um, I mean, technically it takes a while to get nonprofit status, but we're headed there. We're not there right now. It's a laborious thing. And there's a few other stops along the way before I get to fully swing into that. That being said, that's where we're headed. Um, our next real goal, because we've been flirting with the 1250 goal, goal, uh, we, we, we jump back and forth and that's for the mobile rig. We do have the mobile rig. Uh, I kind of feel like we're stymied because there's nothing else. The next goal is $1,500 so we can put away 10% uh, which is 150 bucks uh, into a travel fund kitty for this for the staff. So Catherine, Anthony, Kevin, Jessica, anyone, uh, Juliet, anyone who writes for us on the regular basis is going to be able to requisition funds, um, so we can start doing more, and we want to do more. A um, dollar a month is really all I ask. At five dollars a month, there is. Um, you get uh, access to the irregular, which has been so irregular. I haven't done it in like eight weeks. Um, I intend to do one as soon as humanly possible. There's been no humanly possible. So that's that. Um, and during IDS, you may get access, early access to some stuff that we're going to be pumping out over that weekend. So that's, that's a, a bonus right there is there will be things that we collect at IDS in that week that will only be available, on, you know, not only be, early access available uh, on the irregular feed. Um, yes, that's how we'll do it. I just made that up. That's how we're going to do this. So uh, the there's going to be exclusive content, timed exclusive, two-week timed exclusive content after IDS of things from IDS on that feed. And then we will release it uh, openly, uh, open it up to the world. So keep your eye on that. That's at the $5 a month level. Uh, Beyond that, I mean, I really don't expect people to give more. Um, I don't really have the capacity to give back more. Um, But if you feel like doing it, if you feel like supporting, we're very, very grateful. Um, Mostly I want to see the backer number go up. I mean, I want to see the dollar number go up too. But patreon.com slash no proscenium. Do I like this part of the show? No. It's like a never-ending public media drive. But um, you got to do what you got to do. And here's the fun part. We do have new backers this week. Uh, I'm going to butcher um, probably both of these names just because uh, I am a butcher of names. So remember, when you back and you, if you send me a message, please uh, do, do try to uh, give me the pronunciation of your name so I don't butcher your name. Uh, I, I could butcher John Jones. I would say John Jones, but that's because I read Martian Manhunter comics. All right. So on that note, uh, Sophie Lee Henson. Uh, who uh, has joined us uh, uh, she's uh, the creator of Dr. Leon uh, Neural Enhancement, uh, so hi Sophie, and Zon Lee Liang. Um, I'm probably butchered your name, I'm deeply sorry um, thank you both for joining up on the quest um, every little bit helps to take this wider and wider and wider alright the sustaining backers of No Persinium are Jan Budman, Lonnie Hansen, Ari Hurstan, Mark Baltazar, Sam Kinkin, and Ross Sigworth. And with that done, let's get into the interview with Jacob Patterson. Here we go. So we're we're here at the old tank for the last time hmm um we've recorded in a good number of new listeningian podcasts have been recorded more recorded here than anywhere other than my kitchen table, so I mean that does is statistically automatic
1: you should make us a trophy for our going away party. <laughs> It should be made from something <laughs> from your kitchen table, like a oh. napkin holder if you have one. No, I don't really have salt. That I bet no. you have interesting salt and pepper shakers. No,
0: no, actually, I've got the I got this to the Oxo like the Good Grips ones. That's you know, I'm I'm pretty practical with my. Uh, That's pretty cool. Yeah it like with my cookware, I'm just like totally pragmatic, <laughs> like nothing fancy. And that's not entirely true. I do own some Darth Vader barbecue tongs. That's pretty awesome. But sadly, like baby shoes, like never used, right? <laughs> it's like the saddest nerd story.
1: My oh. mom was just, un- my mom came to visit this weekend and was like, I'll schedule some time to just do whatever Jacob wants. And I was like, all I want to do is pack because we're moving out. So I need you to help me pack, which is funny because that's when I first moved to LA 10 years ago, she came out to help me unpack um, unpack into my apartment there. So she's helping me pack this place to move into the next spot. And she was unloading our kitchen and she was like, why do you have so much barbecue stuff? Like, why do you have so many (laughs) spatulas and tongs and all this and we had a lot of barbecues back in the day on the roof here.
0: Yeah, barbecues are good. No, that was the thing. Is like uh, anyway. Like that's that's another story. So that, well, that's sort of what it's all about. Like memory lane, like where things were and where things are going. Because we're here, we're here in the in the pod brain of hmm. uh, of Think Tank, mm-hmm. Uh the old tank before before heading over to the new tank. Mm-hmm. We're not going to head on in this physical podcast. And, and as you know, like Jacob's across from me. Um, so you guys, you guys have found found the spot. But I just kind of want to like. I want to sort of like get into like, you know, what are you feeling right now? As you're like packing it all up. Cause like, there's so, there's so much history
1: here and and I've, I forced myself to be sad yesterday, Mm. but the rest of the time just been like, fuck this place. Cause like what happened (laughs) for the last few months that we were here, like our landlord sued us. Like it, it it wasn't like a happy we're moving out. It was like really, really bad. Like we warned them, Hey, This thing's going to happen with these people that moved in on the third floor. And we've been slightly hinting at it here and there. Our first, our grand opening at our new place is called LA is trying to kill me for a reason. Right. Um, When we first got like kicked out or shut down or whatever you want to call it, I'm doing air quotes. Um, We did, and that was in 2017 when we did our like reunion show here after we had converted the place to a rental house because the living space got shut down after Ghost ship. Um, We did LA is trying to kill me at that show as well so right. when we decided we're gonna do our, our inaugural like mega group show we'd, we're doing the same kind of thing as what happened during drinking smoking on west coast and we're just doing it at our new spot there's like 60 artists the place is a sixth of the size yeah and it's we're doing la's trying to kill me for a reason because they i mean i literally had people pull guns on me here like the guy who ran the third floor went to jail for distribution and narcotics like it was not i told the the leaseholders who we have the same leaseholders as them this is going to happen. And we hint at that stuff like in the press release and different places like that. So my lawyer probably doesn't want me to say anything more than that, but yeah. I can't say fuck those guys. Yeah. <laughs> I can at least say that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh God. Yeah. No, well, it's, <clears throat> it, this city, this city is going through, and you know this better than any anyone else I know, the city is going through so many weird conniptions, mm-hmm. right? Like it's it's trying still to figure out its exact character. I guess LA is always, always doing that, right? Like there have been so many LAs. What is it? There's the whole there's the whole like thing, at like Occidental College, and I think at Pasadena Community College as well. Like about like fourth LA or third LA or something like that. There's mm. a whole thing they were doing last year. a Series. Like we've watched, we watched post Ghost Ship. Just like how like the, the the permitting stuff has gotten. I want you to send harder. me that, by the way.
1: Which one? The thing you were just talking about. Oh, but I've been I, thinking about that a lot lately since our meeting with L A D B S for Leia. Yeah.
0: About about the third LA and mm-hmm. all the stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what exactly. I'll have to like look it up. Like it's been a, it's been a hot minute. I think it was a lecture series going on like last year. But there's I mean, I know we're I mean, Tommy has done a great job. And like, I know we're hooking up with some folks at USC on policy experts. Mm-hmm. So just for folks who don't know, like, we, hi, it's the show we're diving in. Like hmm. Jacob's a member of Leia's permitting team. It has been since before there was a Leia. I mean, legally still, there technically isn't a Leia. Like that's <laughs> happening. That we're it's there. close. We're, we're very close. Um, but uh, we've been operating uh, and doing things. And the biggest thing we've been doing this entire time is the the permit stuff. Mm-hmm. And that was born out of, you know, out of uh, just the need to try and keep the art alive once ghost ship happened up in Oakland and sort of just became this like flare up that every, every municipality on the West coast just started freaking out about the, uh, the fact that something truly tragic could happen in their city as well Mm -hmm. when there were these unpermitted events, unlicensed parties, but then it became, it just kind of hit everybody. So it didn't matter if you were, if you're two people in an art gallery like reading poetry and stomping their feet, or if you were a 100 people crammed into a warehouse, they saw that as exactly the same thing. Like Or
1: 5,000 people crammed into a warehouse. Yeah,
0: 5,000 people crammed into a warehouse. Um, a by the
1: way, right you should know anytime that Tommy texts you and we're in the middle of a committee meeting uh-huh. and you let us do something before the other com- probably just because the other committees haven't asked yet like can we officially use this as our statement yeah because Leia is not really a thing yet like you always say that like Leia is not officially like legally a thing yet and we're like well i know it's not but can we still say Leia when we reach out in this email and you say yes we all go yeah we cheers <laughs> every time because <laughs> we're like first committee to get to you do whatever thing for Leia, and we we always like internally have a little joke that we're the 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 committee that's pushing you harder than any
0: of the other ones. <laughs> no, not, not really. I <laughs> They're mean, all pushing that hard. No, no, sadly. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's sometimes more, more, more like the other way around. Right. It's like, I mean, I sometimes feel like an absentee dad because, uh, what Leia's, um, Leia's one of the projects. So like, and here for people who don't understand the difference, right. So like no Versinium's the magazine for lack of a better term, it's this podcast, it's the website, everything immersive, is a Facebook group that's like no proscenium and room escape artist and a few other folks who like help out It's kind of meant to be kind of a neutral zone, right? Like mm-hmm. we, it's not just like we wanted it. We wanted a place where people could gather an oasis a gathering point That's literally our biggest platform. There's almost 5,000 people on it and like no matter how you feel about Facebook it's drives traffic and mm-hmm. people like nobody's business um, It's a it's a fraught thing uh, to have um, the IDS which You've been helping out with, you've mm-hmm. been do, running sponsorship for us. Um, that's like a co production between No Pro, Gabe Smedrazen of Venture Design Group, Steve Boyle of Epic Immersive, right? And so we all kind of bring a different thing to the table there. Mm-hmm. And so this is the second IDS. So it's just, oh God, it's just like a week and a half and away.
1: Jesus. Mm, I know.
0: By the time you listen to this, because we'll put it out this weekend, it's, it's like a week away.
1: And, and Dino then. will be dead.
0: Dino will be he's, Dino will be dead. Dino's doing a lot of our,
1: our work. He's my our, art director, and he's uh. You'll needed. hear him from time to time on yeah. my on my podcast. But he's uh trying to get the program together and up against print deadlines. Yeah, up against. Print- he's actually really happy that all the print deadlines happen before Valentine's Day because that means he gets Valentine's Day off because nice. everything will be done. He just is like, now we just pray. Yeah, we just pray that just the pray. printers don't fuck it all up.
0: Yeah, and we do, we do, because because hmm. the the Wi-Fi situation in uh in the swedish like we won't have wi-fi we won't be buying wi-fi because it was going to cost us thousands yeah, of dollars do and i don't even know if it was going to work like yeah, like that, that that was that was the thing that i was worried about was like they were going to ship us a box and we were going to have to set it up that day
1: dude that was one of the biggest rackets running an event company for years i mm-hmm. knew or like event space for years i knew that people like you, like you know, when you meet a girl and you can tell, like your last boy or a, like a like a dog who's been abused, and you're like, "This Whoa, dog man. must have." <laughs>
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna put send all your mail to Think Tank Guy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought of a better analogy halfway through. Yeah, good. Like good. If you meet a, if you like a rescue dog and you're like, yes. "Oh, this dog has a problem with like doors or something. Like it's right. really scared of doors. Like its yeah. last owner must have done something really fucked up with doors." I t- I can tell that with clients. In regards to Wi-Fi, I'm like, your last venue must have done something really fucked up to you regarding Wi-Fi because you're so scared of what I'm going to say to you about the cost of the Wi-Fi. I'm like, no, we have incredible Wi-Fi and it's free. Like it's included. Like, yeah. That's, yeah I'm not some asshole Who's gonna charge you Like $30,000 To add something Why don't I just add the thing Charge everybody else Like 50 bucks extra On my rental or something To pay it off later And then we're good on Wi-Fi Yeah But that's not what people do They realize we, they can we, make An extra buck No
0: Well and it's not It's not Here's the thing It's like It's not the venue Because like the Swedish Is like Normally it's a music place Swedish American music hall Yeah well, I guess it's a Swedish American hall Now they don't come And then Cavity Nord also But they're they're primarily Music venues right So we're doing what we, uh, we do, We're do doing what we did Last year We're using a space In a way that That it's not really intended Which is very much in the line of immersive And the funny thing is doubling out We've gotten (laughs) this point where There's people who like are expecting things that They're they're expecting like a corporate conference And like we're not a corporate conference But we're not also just like a down and dirty Like theater pop-up thing Like we're somewhere in the middle We're the place where all those things meet And like halfway through the process of Halfway through the process of making this thing like or, or 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 pulling people into this thing, we're like, oh crap, we need like a venue that's like three times the size. Or we could have used a venue that's three times the size. But because there was no money in the bank to like secure a venue that was three times the size, we just like we gotta go with what we gotta go with, mm-hmm. right? Which is, is like, all right, well, third time, get a bigger we'll be able to get a bigger venue. And we'll be able to point to what we did and say, and this mm-hmm. is the thing, like you can't just walk up on spec and just to a venue and be like, Hey yeah, no, totally trust me if you don't have that check in hand. Yeah. Right? You have to be able to walk up and say Hey, if, you, if you're willing to take a risk on us, here's what's up. We yeah. had this many people, it sold out this fast, we had this many people who wanted to go, we could have sold it for this. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, let us book yeah. and we're going to be fine. Like, we're all going to be fine. Yeah. Because the venues only care about the money. Like, we care about making sure that both everyone there and, and the community at large get something out of it. Yeah. Right? You know, when we were picking people, we were like, "This this is now officially become like the pre the, the post the post <laughs> post old tank pre IDS <laughs> right?" We were just making sure that like we're trying to make sure that everyone's like represented somehow, mm-hmm. you know. And when you got a room where you can of only st- st- like they they are scared about how many people are putting in because there's yeah. gonna be like I saw that email
1: come through today. <laughs> yeah, it was like, well,
0: "Oh, are you sure about this?" And it's like, and I I'll talk to him. I's like that's peak. I don't think yeah. I, I, we're never gonna hit
1: peak when an email starts with, "Hey guys, don't be alarmed, but." Yeah, <laughs> he's just like concerned constantly... You're like, all right, maybe be a little alarmed
0: But you know what? Like, So right now it looks like the absolute maximum number of people Who could wind up coming to this thing are 360 Which means it's 160 mm. people Which includes all of the staff, all of the speakers, right? So, But that also, but that means And sponsors And sponsors That's good So like 360 people in the building, 200 tickets were sold, right? Um, And like the vast majority of that extra Like more I think like 70 of that is like speakers, workshop facilitators and alumni speakers. Like we, we invited a lot of people yeah. to present, right? Like way, probably way more than we should. Um, and so with that, which is in,
1: good for ticket holders, which
0: is great for ticket holders. Uh, and you know, good for those, those, all those folks. Are right? we were able to get people in? Mm-hmm. we were able to like leverage the fact that, Oh, we got sponsorship money. Hey, let's go to some artists and make sure that they can be inside. Right. Yeah. And even then we couldn't get everybody in. We couldn't get everyone who wanted to volunteer in. You know, like there's there's people who volu- who who volunteered to volunteer who like totally should be volunteering. And like an email got missed and it's like, okay, mm-hmm. great. You know, well, now, we've, now we've hurt somebody's feelings, which was yeah. never the intent. But this is the crazy thing. Steve told me today that, so they're, they're doing some lightning talks, I think at the Rathskeller in a place mm-hmm. called the Secret Alley. And they're free. Like they're free and open to everybody. Tickets went like instantly. Steve was telling me now that the wait list for that is now bigger than the applicants we had for all of IDS. So we had Pretty over six hundred people apply. And these are Damn. these are free things. Right. Yeah. So of course, of course, like when it's free, everyone wants it. And so again, it's just this thing where, you know, hmm. we 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 can point to it in the future, but like we like in San Francisco, like the kinds of places that would be able to accommodate everybody that we wanted would the entire budget for the whole thing would be the rental.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's just like, we're not, we're not there. We're not yeah. corporate. We, we don't have that even with Meow Wolf coming in and dropping a good amount of money. Yeah. And you never know, like we can't rely on that forever.
1: Yeah. Right. So like it's, and with help from our other sponsors. Yeah. But I think what's going to happen is every year. You're so good at that. <laughs> <laughs> what's going to happen, I think, is that every year, like this year, like who are the people who really like threw down some cash for us to get the thing rolling, the the ones that we can say out loud are like Area 15, Kaufman, and a couple others. Yeah. Yeah, um, is where I mentioned, yeah. 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 Um, well, Meowth was the biggest one. Yeah. But, um, you know, soon, and these are all people who are like, in this world. Right. So soon there will be like the biggest challenge for IDS. I, I pitch sponsorships all day for every. I just flipped a sponsorship in four days to get an entire beer garden built by PBR at a thing that's happening on the same fucking day as our grand opening. I don't know. I was like, if this works out, we'll do it. Right. But it'll be the gods saying, you should do this because every single person I hit up said yes and it just happened in like 48 hours. It was fucking crazy. Yeah. But, um, I think that soon, like if I were to try to pitch that thing for IDS, like that was an art fair. It's clear what an art fair is. Yeah. For IDS, I, every single time I got on the phone with somebody, I had to explain what immersive design is. Yeah. And it was like, well, it's kind of this, but it's kind of that. It's kind of this and it's kind of that. And like building that deck, Dino was going crazy. Like I had some very difficult conversations with Dino because Dino knows what immersive design is. And Dino's a designer. Yeah. So he can present stuff. They say like instead of, instead of 10 meetings, do one mock-up right and dino's like that kind of person who can get that done and, and for like, those of you
0: don't know not only is dino the art director of think tank and not only is he doing the design work for ids he's the no pro logo so yeah. all of you are familiar yeah. with dino's work you he's, see it every week
1: he's done a whole bunch of shit and we're doing a bunch of stuff for epic now too so we but like in building that deck it was like how the fuck do we say what this is to people who don't know what it is yet and that's but, always been the problem yeah
0: like, like as a as a form i mean it's 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 great from an from an art standpoint it's kind of cool and yeah. then it's like you know you really can't understand immersive level unless you've done it yeah. and then you watch someone try to make immersive who hasn't experienced immersive and you're like oh sweet summer child yeah. but as
1: big things happen <laughs> yeah that it, it, it expand the scope of what we are like i complimented your meow wolf hat when you walked in meow wolf um sleep no more Westworld. Uh, yeah, and um, you know, one dome. If they really take off in San Francisco, there will be people who are in charge of really large marketing budgets for various companies, like Microsoft, Hololens, for example, yeah. and like all this different HBO. shit. Yeah. yeah, and they will put money down when when I can say all right, have you ever done, have you ever seen Meow Wolf? Have you ever done Sleep No More? Have you been to City Museum in mm-hmm. St. Louis? Like if, and if someone says yes to any of those things, yeah. I'm like, okay, that. You know, it's like
0: the Westworld thing that happened to South by Southwest, exactly. right? And
1: then I'm like, and then we just start going and that and then the yeah. conversation goes that way. So I stopped even trying to explain what it is. I just started name dropping a bunch of shit until they said something. And then I'll be like, ding, ding, ding. And then that was my direction that I went in on the sponsor call because it was like, that was the biggest challenge for for IDS was trying to sell sponsorships to people who don't know what the fuck. Any of us do. Yeah. I mean, I could say Disneyland, like everyone knows Disneyland and I could be like, well, it's, that's it's, a really good example. Yeah. Disneyland's a great example. But, but what about Disneyland is what it is? Yeah.
0: And it's, and, and Disneyland is the, the exception that proves the rule, right? I mean, Disney's been doing yeah. this longer than anyone, but they've, they've monetized it. They figured it out and they, they work at a scale no one else works at. Yeah. And that's. I mean that's great from an aspirational standpoint for everybody to kind of look, but you know I don't know I was I was on the phone because because um, uh, Scott and NASA are going to be uh, talking about Galaxy's Edge on, on the wait. day too, um, and
1: I need to meet it, them by the way. You will. I Need to make sure I meet them.
0: Yeah, yeah, you will. Um, and then um, they were they were saying yeah, yeah. We were joking around and. And it was basically like, yeah, step one, have unlimited money. You know, and it's like, and like, not really, but like, um, it's just so different. Like, so like the in the context of that is like trying to figure out, okay, like what, what really is going to be useful to people at the summit to talk about? Because like, just saying like, we'll have a truck full of money, uh, have a bunch of land in Southern California and have the most valuable IP in existence and you'll be fine. And that's, that's not going to help anyone, but. The fact that they are focused on, you know, what is the guest experience going to be, yeah. and how are you gonna, how are you going to empower guests? That's the critical thing from the design standpoint. Yeah. So, but we we we've gone on a tangent as we often do, but so let's roll back to old tank. So, and to to new tank. So, talk to us. You know, let's talk. Talk. Let's. We'll get into like maybe nostalgia at the end. Talk to us about the new space, even though we're not sitting in it right now.
1: Yeah, and to be clear, like venting aside, I am also really set like i've been packing everything up there's a yard sale on on happening warehouse sale is what we're calling it (laughs) on the other side of the wall right behind you like we're we're packing up all our stuff to do a sale for the next two weekends and it's that's sad um but it's just sad to see how things went down but you know is what it is we're really really excited about the new place um significantly for us we have done like the work that we're doing for IDS now mm-hmm. and the work that we're doing for PBR this weekend at um, Spring Break Art Fair. We're doing a very like a slightly immersive um, like bar installation. We call it the Psychotropical Beer Garden. And it's like uh, it's their first, they've done it in New York for eight years now for uh, Freeze Art Week is this week mm-hmm. and they're doing um, so there's like all sorts of different art fairs like super fine and all this different stuff yeah. and Spring Break is doing their first one in LA. And, um, so they were like, we want like an LA, like a weird LA porch. And I was like, we can do something like that. So I'm working with an artist named Allison Bamcat. She was the one using the jigsaw in the back and balloon ski to build this like crazy PBR beer garden. That's all psychedelic and shit. So that kind of stuff, like what we're doing for IDS, what we're doing for PBR. It's like going to feel, pom- like feel
0: like a Ven- like a porch in Venice. It's going to feel like that maybe a little yeah, bit. But yeah. But more
1: like, like, um, palm trees growing out of rainbow vomit portals into another one so you never see the top of the palm tree and then like alien palm trees that look like they would exist in um i dig it yeah yeah there's some trippy shit like that yeah so um but uh but anyway that kind of stuff that we're doing these like branded activations and then like um like like sponsorships that actually make sense and work with the artists like not saying yes to anyone who would give us money necessarily or even asking anyone to give us money yeah and just knowing like coming from the artist's perspective that's the type of stuff that we're doing more than anything now. So when, when we were like, I mean, ultimately what happens, we had to move out because I went to go change a permit and I go down to LAPD to change the permit over like, hey guys, I pulled this permit for Sunday. It's supposed to be for Saturday. Can we please switch it over? I need your approval. ABC won't let me do it without you. They said, oh, your building's flagged. You can't get permits at all anymore. I'm like, well, I can't run my business here anymore. I have to leave. So, oh, and boy. I just got, they called me this morning to say I got my permits approved for our opening party. So looks like everything's looking up. But um, anyway, so when we were moving, I'm like, you know, I just want to move into a live workspace just by myself. I was gonna go to the brewery, Think Think Tank 1.0. This is Think Tank 2.0. Yeah, was at the brewery. Yeah, Yeah. I was at the brewery for 10 years. And so I met John, so I met, you know, that's how I got that, and which was a PBR brewery, which is um, funny, uh, full circle. Yeah. So, um, But I just was like, I just need like some big home office, a kitchen, bedroom, and a shower. And I'll, I'll work anyway. I don't care anymore. Like, all of our shit that happens happens outside these four walls anyway now. Like, most of the fun stuff that we do happens outside of these four walls. Yeah. Aside from that, I have to make, like, fucking damn near $20,000 a month to keep this place running. And all I'm doing is, like, stupid rentals and shit. Like, shit that I don't even want to be doing here. Right. Our last event that we did was, like, this Republican life coach dude that was bitching about Mexicans and abortion. And I'm, like, so fitting that that's our last event. And I then heard, he flipped to- out and who, left.
0: Who, to- who told told? Was it you who told I me that? I think so.
1: Or Dino might have told you Maybe what. Dino.
0: Somebody, yeah, someone Man. mentioned. And yeah, that's you the were, kind of shit mentioned. that I was yeah, having yeah.
1: to deal, do here. It's like, I just, like we just don't want to be doing that. Like, yeah. We're not even really making art anymore. Yeah. So. We, I mean,
0: the, the sad thing is, is like, you know, like before, you know, in the previous eras, like, you know, there was the break bread, mm-hmm. you know, installation, which is when we met. And then there was, there, and you were, you were creating, yeah. you were working with installation artists who were then inviting theater people to come in and like, yeah. make stuff. And then there was, Frickin' uh you know when you guys when Cot was here and it yeah, was like fantastic and like you know like you managed but like, they
1: they paid a really large rental budget like yeah. not many people in our community can do that yeah so when when that was the case we we lived here and like the um overhead was covered by 17 artists living here when shut down in the break bread era as yeah.
0: opposed to the Cot era yeah. yeah so
1: there's not too much we can really do at that point and so, so what's,
0: what's frustrating about that is like that model that model is a good model if a city will support it and if buildings mm-hmm. will support it. Right? Yeah. The idea of like, here's a big communal space that's supported by, you know, modest rent for artists like because you need that for an incubator, right? Like, you know, Silicon Valley has incubators. Companies have incubators. Mm-hmm. How many arts incubators are there? Yeah. And like, you've always been an arts incubator.
1: Yeah. We want, I mean, we aspire to that eventually to be really, I mean, John, my partner says all the time that that's, that's a direction that we really want to head um but um and that reminds me of the uh like quick tangent you were talking about like the different versions of la um these spaces like this and the reason why they don't get approved la is really really not that old in terms of when we stole it from mexico it's really really not that old and the uh, all the spaces that exist like you'll find a like a hundred thousand square foot industrial venue that people are throwing raves in and throwing parties in and having like retail pop-up shops and all this shit now. The capacity is like 17. It's like 17 and a bunch of big giant machines. Like that's yeah. what that building's meant for. I can fit 30,000 in the building, but or you know, at least like 8,000 or whatever. But the the occupancy of the building is like 17. And the reason why is because someone built that building with a use case, the the use is f- the formal word for what they what they call it being there's going to be 17 people in a bunch of machines manufacturing whatever the thing is. Eventually, those people started to like die or sell their buildings or whatever. And now there's the biggest critique of LA is all this sprawl and all these empty empty buildings all over the pa- all over the place. And people are like, there's this car culture, and you just sit in traffic and you drive forever, and everyone's always in their cars, and no one ever interacts with each other, and blah, blah blah. Like that's what everyone always makes fun of in LA, right? Right. LA suppose like has gotten to a point where we're starting to kind of turn that around and all of these unused spaces we can use but it wasn't until I sat down like I believe I you know agreed with that critique of LA like why are all, all these beautiful buildings all over the place and we can't do anything in any of them and when they finally explained that to me like no these buildings were built for something they were built to have 17 people in them they were not built to have 6000 people come through and host an event you need to change a lot of stuff. That's what the change of use is there yeah. for. You need to change a lot of stuff for that building to be safe so that a bunch of people don't die in a fucking warehouse fire like what happened to Ghost Shit. Yeah. So, and it would be a lot more people if you're doing, if you're throwing a 6,000 person event as opposed to like yeah. an 80 person event or whatever that one was, probably 60 or 50 even. So it's it's really interesting we to see how. People,
0: cause we had, 30 people died. So I think there were a couple hundred people in this space, but it shouldn't have had a yeah. couple hundred people
1: in it. Yeah. And so we're we're in a place now where we're trying to figure out how I mean they're they're introducing a the temporary special event permit was meant only for outdoor events like city hall front lawns and um city parks and shutting down streets and shit and there was no such church thing. Church carnivals, yeah. Right. Like, there was no I mean, such d- thing the irony as a,
0: being like those those rickety looking church carnivals yeah. like where you're exactly. like, Is
1: that safe? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's legal. Yeah. You know. And there there was no there was nothing for an indoor yeah, temporary special event. You had to change the use of the building. Like, no, this building's not for this use. Change it to be for the use, and you yeah. can get a temporary change of use. And they're actually going to probably start giving more of those because they're now making a temporary, um, like indoor use permit kind of thing, because that, what they were doing before was they're taking used, that outdoor pie, um, an permit indoor, and yeah. then mickey Mousing it to be something indoors, and that's not. It, it's it absolutely is not sustainable. So I'm mm. really excited to see what the city's going to do because they finally are giving an ear. To us Yeah Especially through Leia yeah. And I'm really excited To see what's gonna Happen there what,
0: what, we, what we have to do Is make sure that like That they're I mean it's good That they're giving an ear We just have to make sure The pendulum doesn't swing Too far in the wrong direction I mean right. that's 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 the thing That's always scary about I mean America Well any, any Bureaucracy Like it It runs by drama And they the The art of the overcorrection It can be is yeah. is almost what What winds up happening Like You You Power is usually wielded by bypassing thought, and there is this opportunity here to like shut everything down because a bureaucracy mostly just wants to like not spend time regulating. Yeah. Ironically enough, right? You know, at, at heart, to some degree, everyone's a little bit lazy, yeah. um, and I don't know how many people really, really love rules and really, really love bureaucracy. Hmm. Uh, I'm sure there are are plenty of them inside city bureaucracies, but Mm -hmm. then there's plenty more people who are just like, this is just a job, man. And do not make me come down to your weird space and count the number of sprinklers because I will lose my shit if I have to do that.
1: But I mean, these buildings were meant to be used for a specific thing and it's not safe to use them for these other things. And it wasn't until they explained that to me, Because it makes so much sense, logically. And I'm so frustrated because I'm like, I can do all this cool shit in all these places and people are going to be fucking safe. I'm not stupid. I'm going to keep them safe. There's going to be sprinklers. There's going to be the proper amount of outlets. There's going to be an emergency system with the backup battery so that if the fucking power goes out, then people can still find the exits. Like, I know how to do all that shit. I'm going to make sure it all gets done. But until I finally had that conversation with them where they're like, no, these buildings were for this use and you're trying to change it to another use. You need to get it up to speed so that all those people can be safe. It was like, Ah, like, aha, yeah, moment of clarity. Anyway, we were, um, <laughs> long tangent once again, back to it's uh, us. It's <laughs> us. New Tank and um, starting this place. I was like, you know, this is what we're doing now. We're taking over the end of the Santa Monica Pier. We're taking over an information booth at the um, Santa Anita um, racetracks for the Kentucky Derby um, for Derby Day slash Cinco de Mayo. That's crazy day. Um, and we're doing all this, like, you know, we have this museum show in, in North Carolina, we just need an office that photographs really well, that we work in all day, every day, so that we can um, position ourselves to like elbow some room at the big kids' table with all these like big experiential marketing agencies and shit to do what we do on that scale, to survive on that scale. So let's just get an office. And then we found a place that was three times as big as an office set, office space at the brewery um, where we could do all that stuff and then basically have all this event space that we could do whatever the fuck we wanted with and we didn't have to cover this huge overhead. It was the same exact price. We didn't have to cover this huge overhead to keep the rest of it running. So nice. there's cost to run events, of course, but they're nominal compared to how much it costs to run this damn near 14,000 square foot venue in which we're currently sitting. So I was like, well, after the office space, you know, we still built that office, but everything ahead of it, I'm like, that's kind of like free. That's like, we have our office that we asked for. And then everything after that is just free. So whatever we do there, let's just do a bunch of fun, crazy shit. And we've been having some conversations to do some fun, crazy shit. And we'll see what happens from there. And I'm really excited about it. We we planned shows all the way through September right when we got it. So it's going to be fun.
0: That's, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to seeing what, you guys break out there because I know. I mean, like, look, there'll be gallery shows, but I know that you know you guys have a taste for all kinds of strangest. I mean, people people may or may not know. Like, the original alone came through here, and mm-hmm. that was that show was legendary.
1: And I think gonna, we did the, the they did the second one here,
0: the second one. Okay, yeah, was the second one, first one? I don't know. It was the one that involved like getting onto the alleyway. Yep, um, all that stuff through these halls, you know, mm-hmm. um, so many, so many, so many immersive memories in Los Angeles Yeah, here in the tank. Um,
1: yeah, I'm holding out October. I want to do, I'm starting to kind of like, like take on like a writer producer role mm-hmm. with the writer directors. So they become almost like collaborative in a weird way. Cause like my role has tra- transitioned into producer so often on so many projects that I'm like, well, how about, you know, in film they do it all the time, writer, producer, writer, director. They like co-write the thing together and one produces, one directs. So I'm starting to do that with like, we have a partner that we work with with often, um, uh, Mescala Silencio. There's a Molotov cocktail sitting right behind you. There's,
0: from, there's, that's, there's one on my kitchen table <laughs> all the time for every
1: podcast. There we go. Um, and so, I'm working on a project, or I'm pitching a project to them right now with Matt Dorado of Drunken Devil, and, um, you know, he he primarily throws a lot of parties, but he's trying to get back in more into, like, I wanted, like, direct, like, write and direct, mm. and um, so he hit me up, and he was like, yo, can we pitch anything together, and I was like, you know, I have Silencios here, let's let's pitch them something, and so we went and had a meeting with them recently, and who knows what it'll turn into, they're trying to do stuff in New York, stuff in LA, they're like, just pitch us something, we'll try to make something happen out of it, nice. and so... Co writing, the first time I ever really did that was with Terrence of Meta for You for the Derby Day thing and I had a really, really good time doing it. And <clears throat> I write so often anyway. So I think for October we're probably gonna do something like that. I don't know what, but nice. I reserved the entire chunk of time halfway through September through, you know, whatever time in November for something immersive. So it'll be, you know, it'll be something. We gotta stick to our roots and what we're good at. Kicking. Yeah,
0: that's gonna be good. Yeah, that's gonna be that's that's gonna that's gonna be like reinitiation for like a lot of folks. And there's there's a good number of people in town. Like you can go from light to extreme if you want yeah. to. So can yeah, you even maybe sure. maybe even like whatever you guys build, like set it for like you know some nights light, some nights extreme. Just make that's sure you true. get the right ticket. <laughs> that's true.
1: I was actually thinking of uh, who was it who. Um the then she fell dude that Catherine just interviewed on your show. Oh Tom Pearson. Tom Pearson. Tom yeah, Pearson, yeah. that's right. And he mentioned just like offhand as and just continued talking. And mm-hmm. I rewinded and listened to it like four times. He was talking about a show that he did that was pay by the minute. And oh. it was such an interesting concept in general, because so many things are pay by the minute. Yeah. And I was like, that's a there's probably such a wide array of areas that you could explore just starting with pay by the minute. And uh, I'm going to look into models of other things that are paid by the minute and then kind of use those as launching pads to co-write something with somebody. And who knows, maybe that'll be our October show. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Pay by the minute could be really interesting because like, you know, if if it's got to be something that's hold attention for a good amount of time. Not right?
1: necessarily. Did you watch um, Ballad of Buster Strug- Buster Scruggs no. on Netflix? You got to watch it, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible um it's just a series of vignettes and they all have a similar feel right but it's like a bunch of short films almost all compiled into one like feature and they all j- they just all have a similar feel and that and people say that there's like symbols that run through them and blah 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 but what was interesting about it is they could all be their own complete stories and i think there's this concept that people mm-hmm. keep talking about in the immersive world which is like we need like a rating system like like contact level, like level of interaction, like how much um, agency does the audience member have? Is Mm -hmm. it just like you sit in a film and watch a movie and the lights change around you and that's why it's immersive? Or is it like, if I answer the actor, then I get a different response and the show goes in a different direction because of that. And all this different shit, um, you know, like extreme levels or like how, you know, um, like offensive or vulgar this particular scene is. And if each scene was labeled some way like that, as you enter and that, Duration of the full piece as it um cycles, kind of like Sleep No More. If each one was, as you walk in, you almost get like a menu, and then like as you approach that vignette, it happens one way or another. I think that could be a really interesting concept because you could walk in, you could see like oh, each l- of I'm, these pieces. This yeah. one's twenty minutes. This one's five. This one's thirty five. Oh, yeah, no,
0: that yeah that that I could see, it, but I'm like, but queuing them up, right? Like someone goes in, like so. Let's say you had you know. 35 well let's say have like up to 90 minutes worth of content right mm-hmm. um and like yeah you can like buy them up but like you might find people buying up a pattern that then means things are being left fallow right see that's the hard thing there's a throughput issue there right
1: there there would be that would be the yeah. main challenge to overcome but you could have audience size as well because if something's got like 100 percent interactivity level that's a one-on-one piece you couldn't do anything else right so true yeah. but if it's got like a one percent and the only thing that happens is like the color in the room changes as you watch a film and sit down on a bench. Right. That's still like, you could still kind of say that's immersive. Um, You know, <laughs> that piece could have like 600 people watching it. So it doesn't, you, you know, that wouldn't necessarily matter. So just exploring mm. that from one side to the other. And then and people will decide, I'm going to do this. I'm not going to do this. You can leave or come back. You're paying by the mended anyway. If you walk in and the piece you wanted to see is, you know, full every time that you walk up to it, they're cycling. Right. Then, and you know, the, the ones that are more interactive would be a shorter time. Right. It would just have to be like...
0: So then the idea would be like, if you, so instead of buying like, because I mean, you could easily do it like, you know, people buy them ahead of time so you know what it is. But people, almost like a, a peep show, like you need like a little lounge space out front. So if people, tapped, would, if people mm-hmm. tapped out, that you go in, you swipe your, for lack of a better term, you swipe your card, you go in, you get to run around the playground, mm-hmm. do whatever you want to do, and if you want and if it's like oh the thing i want is not out swipe back out go to the yeah. lounge no you i, w- I want to get charged. like a yeah. straight
1: up like time cards like we would yeah. keep your credit card on file you'll right. stamp your time card in and out we have a showroom at the front i mean you saw our showroom yeah, yeah. when you came to our soft opening so i want that to be almost like a lobby area and then people walk into the back and there's all these different things happening including our back alley and our office which no one's seen yet yeah. and then like some of the little studio spaces that we've built no one has seen those can be highly interactive spaces and yeah. then it's durational like you if, if you don't get to see the thing you want, come back. You know when the open hours are. Yeah. Stand in line. How many people have seen Sleep No More? Like no, 12- was- Two do, like two dozen, okay. three dozen yeah, times no, no, I'm digging Just because they want to get those one-on-one So they know where to stand and wait oh, And right. they keep buying tickets to it
0: So there's that But also like I mean If the central thing Just has like some ambient stuff going on That's interesting I don't know It's like you know So like we went to a,
1: Yeah that's a really good point That yeah. would have to happen at the show I didn't right. think about that
0: Yeah think, think about it that way Like you have the central thing that's kind of ambient and interesting So you know uh, Last night uh, Juliet Benarayla and I Went to uh, Grun Shop Tavern Which is the thing that happens At Brock Shop Tavern uh, which often is where Matt Dorado does his uh devil's brunches, right? Yeah. Where the little performances devil Digs, yeah, the, the sort of performances mm-hmm. with um with with brunch going on. So we don't usually list them in no pro because like they're 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 not Immersive, immersive. Like there's like performance stuff going on
1: while you're eating. He says like, he doesn't know. do immersive. He throws parties for immersive people.
0: Exactly. So uh, we do list the parties because there's they 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 cross that line right yeah. into the thing. This is, next one's coming up. I mean, it's Bloody Groth will be is the next one that's coming along.
1: Yeah, I really want to make my way to that party. Yeah.
0: So the yeah I haven't done the Bloody Groth yet. Those are usually the ones that are the the, the 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 high point in the cycle form. Yeah. Um. So we did this Grunchop Tavern thing and like. It took us a while to kind of figure out, like, what was up. Because, like, there wasn't really a story. There were characters. They were kind of ambient characters. And it was themed. But it was only five bucks. So, like, we weren't feeling like, oh, God, we spent so much money. Or, like, what are we doing here? Et cetera. It was just like, oh, okay. It's five bucks. Hmm. They had, like, a really cool room that had been kitted out. Uh, and, like, and so almost like a, so a room that... You could say, like, oh, kind of n- 90s selfie. Like, there was a Nintendo you could, like, play Nintendo games on if That's you cool. wanted to. There's, like, three games. It was, like, Super Contra, Super Mario 3, and DuckTales were, were cartridges that were out. And, like, Super Mario 3 was up at the time. I don't know if you were supposed to, like, switch cartridges. Mm-hmm. I didn't try. And, like, there was, like, some mildly interactive stuff, and there were actors. And you could, kind of, like, shoot the shit with the actors. Um, we weren't pulled onto a track. We didn't feel like we really got like a, a thing. It felt like a little more like some kind of like ambient interactive stuff that I've seen in other places. But like, it's five bucks. Like it's a cover at a bar for the actors. The same way I mean the actors are actually playing a band that just got back, but they're not gonna play music. So it's like you'd pay five dollar hmm. cover at a bar for some other form of entertainment. Yeah. It's ambient, it's low key really good garlic fries which apparently they only bring out for this event hmm. which I, I don't i don't know if that's true that's what the guy who, who took like the plate away i was like i was i was scooping up i was scooping up the, the the garlic there were no fries left and i was scooping the garlic and eating the garlic because was so good um apparently only for that event. that's
1: also the only, the part that was really good for you was that garlic? The garlic fries,
0: no, like no, because like um, no,
1: the garlic in the fries. What was was, oh, what was good no, for? Oh, no, the it was good for.
0: You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant about the whole event. Uh, I was like, no, 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 no. Like we were <laughs> like we we're shooting the show with Caitlin. It was great. Um, you know, like you get to play the actress, and he's like, so it's five bucks. It's five bucks for the mild entertainment. It's 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 it's, it's it was a it's a fine night out with mm-hmm. friends. You know, it's not gonna blow your mind. It's not gonna it's not gonna change your perception. And I think you know you just gotta hit it with like the right expectations. Yeah you have something ambient like that going on in the middle that's of your true. your pay and then like people here's the fun thing that's how you make your money cuz people just want to keep hanging out in that space that's a really you cool know point. a bunch of artists people are going to want to hang out that art you have little ambient things popping up people doing things maybe there's like things going and then yeah you get pulled off to the side to go do something a little more yeah. intense yeah
1: yeah yeah, I think that I think it would be sick, and it's also cool. One He's of the like other things out that out your October show, like
0: on, <laughs> like live
1: on the. Podcast. Well, I just thought about it this morning because I was yeah. listening to your show this morning, and that was the <laughs> one I was listening to. And then I was feeling really bad, and I'm sorry, Catherine, that I didn't see you when I was in New York because she tried like three times, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll do it," and then no. failed to do so. You'll, you'll see her up in SF. That's true. I will. Yeah. I need to. Yeah, yeah, formally meet her in person. I'll do yeah. that next She's weekend. Great. I promise, Catherine. I will meet you in <laughs> person next weekend. Oh my gosh, next weekend. No, no,
0: um, no, 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 no. It's the weekend after next.
1: The weekend after the coming weekend. Yeah. So next weekend. No,
0: so I always say next. <laughs> we, I always say next weekend is not this. This weekend doesn't exist until Thursday. So the weekend is like there was last weekend is the weekend we just had. Next weekend is the weekend we're about to have. What until, about what is this weekend? Thursday. There is no this weekend
1: right now. Oh my god! Now. It's Tuesday. Do you realize that every time on every time we have a podcast, we get into semantic. Oh yeah, debate. we do. Every single time we have a I podcast. I love it.
0: I've learned so much about art and I've learned and you've learned so much about like how I think about time.
1: (laughs) It's true. Um, But uh, we were talking, we were saying, um, Oh, the other thing that uh, Tom Pearson said, building a show from the formatting instead of from the concept of the story Mm. is he, he uses it sometimes in like game teaching, like game writing, teaching, um, workshop type things yeah he'll say let's start with the format instead of let's start whatever with whatever the concept is of the narrative like yeah. let's start with the format and build a narrative from there yeah and we do that sometimes with you know our shows like what's the almost like what's the gimmick it's not a gimmick but like what so, if you were to think of it that way like let's use that as a launching pad and build stories from there and it made me think of what are all of the pay by the minute things and let's build a horror story from that right Or not horror necessarily but a dark story from that
0: so there's um there's there's a technical term and
1: now so. we know if anyone does this shit this year for Halloween They took it from this podcast because I was really worried about it as we yeah. started talking about it But I was like no no one's gonna have good ideas. Let's jam. yeah, yeah No, it's like no, <laughs> someone
0: rips it all off. It's just like all like we can just say like you just remember folks, you know <laughs> Registered and trademarked. Um
1: No, i'm happy to share ideas openly. Yeah, i'm very much that Um,
0: guy. you know, oh god, it's not parameters. There's there's a, a technical term in game design um, it's really about like you know you're you're de- you got to deal with the limitations of the form. You got to mm. deal within the parameters, right? Mm. And if you're not affordances, that's what it is designing to mm. your affordances. That right? was
1: a big thing when uh, metal, Gear, metal Gear Solid came out on PlayStation mm. because they they, um
0: oh they, yeah, breaching the fourth wall. in Metal. oh, you mean like oh no, and right, just right, other right,
1: little yeah. things they did with like camera angles and like embracing what the platform was capable of, but working within its restrictions.
0: Yeah, well, there's working within its restrictions, and then. And 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 playing with those boundaries, like you 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 must be playing with the affordances. You must be aware of your affordances because you know, and that's the thing is like people, people are smart. Like like people will catch on, and you want to play. You know, in improv, we talk about you know playing to the the top of your intelligence, right? That's one one mm. one of the phrasings, and so you want to try and do that when you're designing. Because, you, you, you—that's that's one of the fun things about immersive is like it's higher bandwidth, right? Like it's not just about how clever the words are; it's not—it's about how clever walking through the space is, mm-hmm. right? You know, the devil is in the details. You go to Meow Wolf and you start picking up on these little tiny details. Mm-hmm. And like, maybe you're not getting aggressive about the story, but you can trace those details around and they pay off. Mm -hmm. And that stuff makes people want to keep coming back and back. But it's also in and of itself, it is wonderful. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, like I listen to a lot. I've been listening to the Waypoint podcast a lot, which is Vice's video game podcast. And I love the way those guys and gals talk about games. And I love like how deep they're thinking about it. And right now they're talking about Apex Legends, which is the battle royale Mm -hmm. that's, that's based off Titanfall. Uh, mm-hmm. Which just just came out and I haven't had a chance to play yet and they were talking about how that you know in that game There's all this stuff that's designed around making sure that you don't have to get on calm So you, so you can do all this stuff so you never have to talk to somebody but still have a good team dynamic mm. And so they've thought through all this stuff that makes it possible to have a good experience without ever getting on calm mm. and to be Helpful like they put a thank-you button like in it and like yeah. what and what that does is that starts to like control Control to somebody, but also it starts to influence how people are going to play the game. How people approach the work you give them, you can do a lot of that defining by defining the space, defining the parameters, hmm. giving them affordances to play within. So, not just you designing to the affordances of what you've got, but then figuring out, oh, these are my affordances. Now I'm going to create a box within this box, and those are the affordances, those are the borders that I'm going to give my participants yeah. to play with and at that point then that co-creation starts to happen what are you going to do with these tools that i give you yeah right and that's something that's that's a kind of <clears throat> thinking that i feel like i see all too rarely
1: yeah i mean that would that would actually be a easy way to do a show like that because if someone you know let's say there's 12 vignettes or something that are taking place in the space at any given time plus the like continuous one in the center that's like a constantly evolving thing it's going to have to be something like that that changes throughout the entire time it's never the same from like each day at noon is different than the previous day at noon or whatever you know whatever it's going to be like that um and it's just constantly evolving it would have to be something like that in the center that fits into the narrative as well but if you were to be like oh i want the one-on-one experience it's 11 minutes long and you walk out of like you do all of the other ones and then you walk out and you're like there's another person in here. You could straight up go outside, stamp your time card, walk in, you know, it's like count on the clock. Like this person will be done by this time, stamp your time card again, and walk back in um, so that you'd be able to. Do and find insurances. that
0: someone else has just stood there and, waited.
1: and and then you're like
0: damn it that just cost me a dollar yeah, but that would be the that would be the risk
1: to do it i mean people pay however much you pay for sleep no more i don't even remember it's like what 95 dollars some crazy shit yeah. just to get one-on-ones and they'll do the show like four five six fucking times and just stand there waiting for the one-on-one and hope an actor actress picks them
0: and never get it because the actors don't want to give it to the person who wants exactly. it exactly the and then they just pay more money because that's the dynamic <laughs>
1: yeah and it's mostly creepy dudes.
0: It's, uh, I mean, basically, Sleep No More on a certain level. It's just fin Dom. It's fin Dom for theater <laughs> nerds. So.
1: <laughs> it basically is that. That is pretty hilarious. I know a couple of fin Dom chicks, and uh, that's basically what it is. You're right. Yeah. No, Except there's... you can. Those guys can 100% of the time do it, they just need to put more money down. So, like the the guys who fin Dom people are Doming.
0: Oh, let's not go there. Let's, 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 <laughs> let's make the analogy and then leave it behind. It gets too weird and creepy and gross. Like, no, but like this is like, yeah, yeah. But like, but that's the thing. Well, well, to bring it back, it's like, it's, it's not the point. Right. Like, the, <laughs> but to get into the psychology of that for a second, like the reward, the reward is the denial. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's, that's the psychology there. Um, and I I, 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 I joke about you know Sleep No More being that for for like theater fans, but 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 it isn't right. It's it's actually it, it's it's slightly different because in, you know, technically like in Findom it would be it is the denial that is the actual reward. In Sleep No More, it is the it's the hope, hmm. it's the hope, yeah. It's the it's the expectation. True. Will it happen this time? Yeah. Will it happen? It's, the, it, it's a, there's a little bit of Lucy with the football. Yeah. But it's it's you're looking for grace. Yeah. And that's what I think is interesting about about the dynamics there is mm-hmm. is folks looking for grace in in this work. Folks look for a deep meaning in this work. They find it. Mm-hmm. Um and that's you know beautiful and dangerous all all on the same go.
1: Like any good art
0: like any good art, yeah, when it's art it's doing that. Yeah. You know I mean, that's a funny, I mean, the funniest thing is like, as we kind of crash into commercialized spaces or into like the growth of like experiential marketing into here, you know, accidental art, accidental depth is going to keep on happening all the time. It doesn't even have to be intentionally placed there. You just kind of got to give space for it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we'll, we see it already and we're just going to see it more. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm curious like I think I'm most curious about when it comes to Star Wars land for instance is you know what what will people do with that space that the park isn't anticipating but can tolerate like mm-hmm. what sort of things because the park has gotten the well, park I mean Disneyland you know they've gotten good at you know absorbing things like Bats Day or you know name whatever Adventurers Day, like there's all these themed days that people come Mm -hmm. and do, and well, Star Wars is like made for that. Yeah. So, and they're they're trying to cater into that, you know, the way and and so it's 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 a fascinating, endless experiment that we're gonna see.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm really excited about it. I'm taking. My woman to Disneyland. She's from the East Coast, and so she's only been to Disney World multiple times. Mm. People I know who have been to both, who've been grew up going to Disney World and then go to Disneyland, always like Disneyland better. So I'm really hoping that Mm. that that will be the case for her. We're just missing Epcot. Disney Disney
0: World is, (coughs) is I mean there. It's in a swamp So it's just weird It's it's an ordeal Like well, it's maybe, great But it, there's a bit of an ordeal to it
1: Yeah you know? I've been, I went to Disneyland so many times Before I went to, to World. Disney World yeah. And then I was the opposite I was like oh Disney World this is Maybe it's just the rarity I think, the, I think, I think there's the rarity factor yeah. So um, but in any case I'm taking her We're going For Valentine's Day I'm getting her tickets to Disneyland For the first time can't go Did on she Valentine's that? Day. Yeah, she does. Okay, good. Can't go. I mean, this <laughs>
0: comes out after Valentine's Day, literally the day after anyway, <laughs> so we didn't true. spoil we, There's no way to spoil
1: no, it. No, I told her like weeks yeah. ago, but, um, I, and the way I said it was, hey, we can't do anything on Valentine's Day because I'm going to be building for my grand opening, but I want to take you to Disneyland because you've never been. So let's go the following week. And she was like, that's great. Let's go to Disneyland. So it worked out, it worked out pretty well. And then you go to San Francisco for IDS. Uh, I, so. I know. I'm going to take one about? day off next week Good. in the middle of moving out of our fucking place. So oh. I think she's going to come, though, to San Francisco. She's oh, not cool. going to go to IDS, but she uh, she goes to San Francisco all the time. Sweet. So when when I was there last time for planning, she was there. It was great. Went to the Palace of Fine Arts for the first time. It's oh, a beautiful place. Go palace is gorgeous yeah it is I have a lot
0: of great memories of the palace a few bad ones too because because I grew up in the Bay Area so um so plenty 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 of weird bittersweet memories everywhere in that town (laughs) we've been at this for 52 minutes because that's what we do and speaking of long girlfriend uh you got to get to dinner so what is the absolute pertinent information that people need to know about your opening because um this is coming out on Friday and your opening is right after that
1: yeah um The pertinent information is that the RSVP list is probably full by the time you're listening to this, because it's almost full now. doesn't matter. Just show up. Um, I might open up some extra RSVPs just for the lead capture so I can send you emails for on our newsletter coming up soon. and the other... do, you, do you want to like drop a code or something like that? Like
0: drop <laughs> like like open like ten or something like that, and like drop a like a no pro code so people actually get in. Um, so no, much just show going up. On right now, just, just show, show up. up. You'll okay. be fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll you we're
1: not going to stop anybody from coming in. Just capacity issues, which. RCP doesn't save you from that anyway. Yeah. Um, and then make a day out of it because we're having the garage sale here, the warehouse sale here to get rid of all of our nine years of shit that we can't keep. I've been having to Marie Kondo the fuck out of this place. And if it doesn't spark joy or can I make money off of you, I have to set it down on a table outside and we're selling everything. And because it's Santiali, we came up with a brilliant plan, which is giant signs that say free bathroom. And oh, God. And then as people walk in, we try to sell them shit for like 25 cents. We don't even fucking care. We're selling everything like mugs and forks. And, but we have a lot of really good shit too that would benefit um, theater, theater nerds and artists and all sorts of other stuff. And even couches and refrigerators. We're selling everything. So make a day what out of it.
0: What happened to the diner set?
1: Um, we're keeping only two booths. So the rest of the, um, which is funny because we just ripped it apart for the first time in almost nine years. Right. And we saw inside of it, it says uh, Big Boy Pasadena. So mm-hmm. the Bob's Big Boy from the Pasadena, and when John when we ripped it apart, John said we lasted longer than Bob's Big Boy did. These booths lasted longer with Think Tank than they did with Bob's Big Boy in Pasadena, uh, which is well, crazy to think wait, about.
0: wasn't it not it like they had just done a Reno and then shut down? Well, I don't know was, why or? they
1: opened one in Pasadena when they had one in Glendale. Like it was like right. It, they're right next to each other. Like why the one in Glendale is like super famous too. That's the one where everyone takes. Bourbon. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It's the one where everyone takes pictures in front of it. Like that's the, that's like the oh, one. I thought
0: there was like a Bob. I know. Mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't, maybe they decide they were trying to expand for a hot minute. I don't know. So but for whatever reason Bob's has been around forever. So yeah. That was part of my childhood. So, but yeah, those Four booths
1: currently are not purchased. So uh, who knows about Friday, but maybe they'll still be available. We'll see many,
0: many, the big, long story with those booths. Long story.
1: Yeah. So stop by here first. Old tank support us in our, in our move because we're running out of money. Um, help us with our uh, buying some shit at our garage sale and then go over to New Tank and see what we're trying to raise money for.
0: All right. Thinktank.gallery, right? Yep. All right. Jacob, always a pleasure.
1: Thanks, man. (laughs)
0: Once again, I want to thank Jacob Patterson of Think Tank Gallery for being on the show. Um, yeah, a little bittersweet because um, we won't be we won't be podcasting in that room ever again. That room won't exist soon. There's a good chance that just like it'll be torn apart, the walls will be torn down. Uh, a little bit of our history um, lost to time. Um, aw, getting melancholic. Oh, so you mean it's just a normal day? <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh let's see here. Uh IDS is coming up. Uh people people ask me like what are you looking forward to seeing and I'm just like I, I lost any enthusiasm I had for like a particular talk like like five minutes after we programmed it. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. This is fantastic. OK, what's the logistic thing next? Right. So like it's 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 your mission to be excited. Like I'm excited for you um, that you get to engage with this. I'm excited that we're, we're videotaping like damn near everything. Uh, and we're going to be able to get that out there for people who are just like I really want to see the talk. It's like we're going to it'll be there. It may take us a while, too, because like, last year it took us like months before we got the post done. Uh because we're not some crazy elaborate, you know, media company. That's the other funny thing. I mean, the funniest thing about all this stuff is the gap in perception and reality. Like sometimes I think that people like don't think I'm serious when I say I record this at my kitchen table, um, or uh, they don't realize there's like. There's nobody full time on IDS like there's three key producers and then another three associate producers who are like all working their butts off in in, in the spare moments around um, because when we get it done right, there's this there's this wonderful illusion that like, oh, this is polished. Right. Like we spend some time on polish uh, and try to execute only what it is um, we know we can get done. And then there are times when folks are just like, like, why isn't this like this? And it's like, uh, because there's like four people, like, working on this right now, so like, there's not an infinite amount of time. Um, and the same is true for NoPro. Um, you know, uh, we might not get a press release turned around in 24 hours because. I don't know. Everybody's got a day job. Um, and sometimes there's 30 press releases (laughs) that come in and we're like, which ones do we got to deal with first? There's a high amount of volume here. Um, and we do have a call out for reviewers, uh, that just stacks up more work, right? Um, so we've got this call out for reviewers. We're going to get back to everybody, uh, you know, over the next two weeks, um, and start onboarding people and get things rocking and rolling. Um, but there's just this endless, 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 endless churn, uh, and on 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 great days, uh, on good days, it's like great. There's there's always something, there's always something new and interesting. Uh, there's going to be a podcast episode coming up um, involving like the next thing that Spencer Williams of Walk the Night is doing here in L.A. Another team up, another like experiential thing, um, and I can't wait to share that with all of you. I just got to do it this week. It is very cool. Um, Again, like walk, like uh, the guest and the host make music, just like something totally different. Um, There's these wonderful moments uh, here and there. uh, And then sometimes there are these mind blowing experiences. And that's why we keep doing what we do. Uh, Just, you know, it's still that labor of love. I have a good feeling that this year, you know, last year we did the whole like no pro goes pro and we fell short and I got to admit, I, I got depressed about that. There was a whole bunch going on outside of, of this realm as well. And so it got really difficult. I've been on break. I can't technically say sabbatical for legal reasons. I've been on break from work from the day job for two weeks and I am, like, yes, like the the fog is clear, uh, the mission is obvious, and just uh, I I I wake up in the morning and I'm ready to go. i don't you know just after about an hour, um, <laughs> but I but the biggest thing is like I I get to the end of the day and I don't feel defeated and I don't feel like. Uh, this is a Sisyphean task because I have the ability to like focus in and get things done. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't things piling up because there are, because IDS is an incredible amount of work. Um, and there's Leia stuff to deal with and there's no pro stuff to deal with. And there's like whatever comes like next year stuff to deal with. And then, you know, there's a life. Um, but I'm getting this glimpse of what it would be like to be full time on this side of the veil. And I gotta say, I want it even more than when it was just theoretical. So again, patreon.com slash no if you want to <laughs> put me to work. Um, that's really honestly like that's the that's the best way. I mean we are always open to partnerships and sponsorships and there's interesting things that happen and we're working on something with Meow Wolf right now. Uh, so, uh, you know, that relationship still exists. Uh, it's it's a little different. Uh, I am excited about that one, too, in terms of what we've got cooking with them. Uh, but uh, the sheerest, the sheer, the surefire way, the sheerest, I don't know what I was trying to say, the surefire way is that Patreon. Um, okay. Do do do. What is there in the world? I think I teased what Spencer Williams is working on. And there's uh, shows in LA are starting to bubble up. Uh, There's some returns coming. Uh, Delusion opens back up next week. They have shortened their run. Um, I think everyone uh, who has tickets knows this by now. It looks like it's just going to be a one month run. Um, don't have the full story there. Uh, definitely, definitely interested in, in what's happening. And I know that they've changed stuff up. So we're gonna, there's going to be an all new review. So I'm, I'm curious as to you know what's what's going on over there. Um, the Willows is up and running. Um, talking to Justin about that. And uh, there's uh, the Speakeasy Society's. You know, headed towards uh, the end of the Kansas collection and then you know We're gonna get brand new work from them at some point down the line uh, And that's gonna be very exciting can't wait to like introduce more people to the speakeasy society There's um, a few things uh, they're gonna come up on the docket for April that we get to announce uh, I think not too long after IDS or maybe even before IDS uh, I'm starting to get really excited uh, some stuff that we're doing. Uh, well. Mm, no Yes, yes and no some some stuff we're doing some stuff leia is doing um so there i'm you know i'm a part of leia so like you know we the royal we all of us we're all doing it we're all doing this all the time anyway uh enough announcements um if you're going to be in san francisco next week say hi but if i seem completely uh focused in and and distracted at the moment maybe just you know wait (laughs) don't say hi uh see me after uh and if you're not uh well I, I I wish to God we could have found uh, a building big enough for everyone who wanted to be there, and uh, <coughs> don't don't think that that isn't priority number one for 2020. All right, so um, we were we were completely, um, you know, there, there's that moment where you're like, gosh, like I hope I hope that there's enough interest in this, and then it completely exceeds, and you're like, wow, um, and so yeah. Still, tying it together with shoelaces. So uh, that's it for the moment. Uh, I hope you have an excellent weekend wherever you are. Uh, Let's do the credits. The music for No Persinium is by Chris Porter of the Speakeasy Society. The sustaining backers of No Persinium are Jan Budman, Lonnie Hansen, Ari Hurston, Mark Baltazar, Sam Kinkin, and Ross Sigworth. You can join them at no noprosinium. You can contact us at, if you have a pitch for a show or an article or something, pitches at noprosinium.com. You can find us at noprosinium on Twitter and Facebook, at no underscore persinium on Instagram. Uh, our managing editor is Catherine Yu. I'm Noah Nelson, your host and publisher. And until next time, I'll see you at the show.